full-length motion pictures exist, two men have the power to navigate their stories. Join Jeff and Michael as they attempt to recall some of their favorite movie memories. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Movie Memories Podcast. Um, this is episode 23, and I am going to challenge Jeff to a movie. Are you excited? I am excited. Yes, I am all the excited. Um, for those of you that don't know us, uh, my name is Michael, and this is Jeff, co-host of Hello. Movie Memories Podcast. And we challenge each other to recall movies from front to back, from memory, without any prompts or anything like that. Like, you know, we got to figure this out on our own, um, just based off our memories. We'll either do really well or we will suck it up. And yeah. well, sometimes it's like, well, I guess, a bit of the middle ground. And then we're going to go rewatch the movie so that we can talk about how bad we did or how well we did and all of our favorite parts and all that jazz. So, yeah. Anyway, you ready? Let's do it. Okay, I have a quote. Um, but I try. Well, there's a million quotes in this movie. And any one of them, you're going to get it. So this one's not too difficult to guess. So I was trying to think of maybe some that one that just maybe is a little bit obscure, but it'll still give it away anyway. Okay. All right. And how did that make you feel? This is two people. First person. And how did that make you feel? <laughs> oh, I can see it too. Um, Interesting. <laughs> oh no! Oh, it's right. It's right there. Um, I could give you others, but honestly, like every other quote is so. Oh, Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's whenever after he has the. <laughs> I can see Christopher Guest, but for yeah, some Christ reason, like. <laughs> That's why I picked it because I was like. Christopher Guest is in this movie, but it's not a Christopher Guest movie, but he's totally Christopher Guest. Yes. So. <laughs> and he plays this completely calm, but yet sadistic person. Oh, yeah. Who yeah. oh, this yeah. movie? It's yeah. great. It is so great. But uh, oh. we talked about it ever so briefly uh, yeah. a few episodes ago when we discussed like our background and the podcast. And this was going to be our first movie with our other format. So, yes, it was. Yeah, yeah. So, I was like, mm -hmm. hey, I think this will be a fun one. It'll be easy. It'll be fun. And uh, it'll be a throwback to our origins 22 episodes ago. <laughs> that was a good quote pick. I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a million quotes the uh, preacher guy, the Pope, you know, Malwage. And. <laughs> Those are very obvious, but the way yeah. that you picked, uh, for some reason, like analyze this popped in my head. But then I was like, "That's not oh, right." Yeah, <laughs> that's not right. I just watched that movie actually not too yeah. long ago. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But yeah. and also that uh, Billy Crystal's in that exactly. movie. He's in this movie. I was gonna pick one of Billy Crystal's quotes uh, from the Mystery Mike or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, my, uh, yeah. Magic. That was a Magic Mike. Mystery no, my <laughs> Miracle Max. Miracle Max. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so the Princess Bride. You think you uh, can do it? 
I don't know. You know, <laughs> we'll it's, <laughs> it's funny because I told, I told myself, oh, this is going to be easy. I could see it. it was like, oh, I could hear all the quotes in my head. I can see all the funny scenes, but I just want to make sure I get it all right in order. Yeah. Because yeah. it can, it's not too, it's pretty linear, but. Um, I mean, it opens with, uh, it's Fred Savage, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's in bed sick and he's playing uh, that, that baseball game. I, I don't know if it's on the NES or not. No, I think it was no, Atari. It's Atari. Atari, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because this movie is 1983 or something like that, right? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's playing that. And then his, I think his mom is the first person to come in. Yeah. And she says that your grandfather's here. And. He's like, oh man, it's like, what is he? He's gonna squeeze my cheeks. Yeah, he's like, mom, he's gonna squeeze my cheeks. Yeah, I hate that. God, I hate it. And then like, yeah. he pops to the door with a gift. <laughs> and yeah. he's like, hey, and then he comes over and does that immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, come on. And he's, shooting, and he's looking up at his mom yep. as he's squeezing his cheeks. <laughs> hey, sicky. Hey. And it's played by uh, Peter Falk. Yeah, Falk. Yeah, yeah. He has a yeah. he has a fake eye, I believe. Oh, really? Yeah, his I think it's his left. Anyway, um, yeah, he basically says it's like I hope you're feeling better, and then he has a book that he ha- he wants to read to him, like it's his gift, right? Or like, yeah. So is this new around Christmas? Am I crazy, or is it his birthday, or something like that? Uh huh. Or is it just to like make him feel better? No, I think it's just to make him feel better. Make him feel better. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he has a gift. He's like, it's the Princess Bride. And it's like, oh, is this like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like he, he mentions it's like, is this a romance or something like that? Yeah. Because um, he said, like, when I, my father used to read it to me when I was sick, and his father used to read it to him when he was sick. So I'm going to read it to you. Generations of reading. No. Yeah. <laughs> wish I could do his voice. Um, <laughs> so he, he begins the story with uh, um, Prince uh, Buttercup. She's not yeah. a princess yet. Yep. Buttercup lived on a farm. Yep. And uh, she had a farm hand named Wesley. <laughs> <laughs> I like the attempt on his yeah, uh, farm his, hand. And his sound farm, like Peter Griffin. I was going to say, yeah, it sounds like Peter Griffin. His <laughs> yeah. farm hand. He's fat man. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's like an old, dredgy uh, I can't. Peter Griffin. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't do it justice because all I yeah. can think is Peter Griffin. Um, right. Okay. All right. So <laughs> they're talking about uh, Buttercup yep. and Wesley. Wesley does a lot of the farm, like random stuff. Yep. And you always see Buttercup on a horse riding around. Yep. Not doing much at all. And then she asks Wesley to do things, and his response is always, as you wish. As you wish. As you wish. Yeah. And uh, because of like their back and forth, she starts to realize that she's in love with him and she's trying to test him. So she asks him to, like, oh, fetch that picture. And then he says, yeah. as you wish. And then I think they kiss at some point. Yeah, they kiss. I get, they kiss after because, like, I think that's when he says, like, all this after the pitcher. She goes, hey, "Hand me that pitcher," and he hands her the pitcher, and and he like locks, he like keeps his eye contact with her the whole time. <laughs> yeah. He's handing it to her, and she goes, "At that moment, 
she realized every time he was saying as I, as you wish, he really meant I, I love you. <laughs> and then, yeah, it says like they quickly fell in love. And, and I think that's like the first kiss or whatever. Yeah. Right? You're like, hold it. Hold it. Yeah. Stop reading. <laughs> Is there a lot of kissing in this book? Doesn't he say something like, I'm going to read it or not? Or <laughs> yeah, he, I, I honestly can't remember exactly. He says something like listen it's it's full of sword fighting and action yeah. and stuff like that like um one day you you might not mind so much the kissing yeah yeah and exactly so then he concedes and says okay okay so they they he doesn't go right back into the kiss it's just the next thing right and then uh he says that wesley decides that he needs to leave to find his fortune yeah and, he doesn't uh, have any money so he needs to no make money. money to love to marry her and I don't remember what Buttercup says if she says anything to him, but he just leaves. Yeah. And then Prince Humperdinck decides that he needs a wife to, I don't remember exactly the politics here. If he's like, he needs a wife to secure the throne or, yeah. but it's not for love. Like he doesn't initially do it for love at all. Like he no, just but yeah, in order for someone. him to, yes, in order for him to inherit the throne, I think he needed to, uh, have a wife. Right. And he, he finds Buttercup and decides that she's the one. Because she's the most beautiful woman in all the land. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then it skips ahead a little bit and... We do find out right before then, I think, that uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts. Like, he goes off for his fortune. <laughs> right. She, she finds out that Wesley died. Yeah, exactly. So she receives word that the Dread Pirate Roberts sacked Wesley's ship and he never leaves any prisoners, so it's presumed he's dead. And right. she says, I will never love again. Yeah. And then Humperdinck makes, makes her his betrothed. Yeah, betrothed. And he allows her to ride her horse around the like palace grounds or like yep. something yeah, yeah. to that Kingdom effect. Grounds. Yeah, just yeah. She, she didn't have much freedoms, but one she one thing she did love was riding her horse. Riding so her horse. She, yeah. And she's riding her horse through the woods and she comes across three men. Yep. And three uh, men of various statures. Of yes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're aren't they like in order <laughs> from yeah. like the smallest to tallest. I do like it, but this is one of the things that I like about the movie. It's just, it's just like well, in the book I, you know, that it came from is that uh is that everyone's a character. Oh yeah. You know, everyone, no one is bland. Everyone's a very specific character. Yeah. And even these three bandits, they're all different sizes, different intellects, different attributes. Yeah. You know, it's but not just three grunts. And yeah. Fezzik and yeah. I can't believe I can't remember his name. Yeah, Vassini. 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 Yeah. Vassini. You told me to go back to the beginning. <laughs> so I went back. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so yeah, she comes across these bandits. Yeah, across the bandits, and they kidnap her, more or mm -hmm. less, so that they'll start a war. Like, that yes. was the whole point, was to kidnap her, to make it seem like a different nation yes. uh, stole her. And I can't remember, it's like Gilder and yep. blah. Yeah, know? exactly. I, yeah. I remember Gilder because I think they say it so many times. They say Gilder a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they, they kidnap her. Yes. Florin? That's right. Yeah. Florin. They can never, they get her to a boat. Yep. And uh, they, they get in the boat, they leave. And while mm -hmm. they're in the boat, she wants, she sees 
another ship yeah. like in the distance and then she immediately jumps in the water and starts swimming yeah. toward it and it's nighttime yeah, yeah it's she, nighttime she wakes up and she's like oh, i gotta go and and I can hear that, Princess. It's the noise of the shrieking eels. Yeah. <laughs> the shrieking eels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she's swimming, and there are shrieking eels, and it's right about to get her, and then the kid freaks out. Yeah. He's like, stop reading. It's like, it's too scary. Yeah. And, uh, uh wait, does he no, stop it, or does the guy, no, he stops it? Peter no, Falk yeah, yeah. stops His, it. Yeah, he's yeah, like, Peter Falk stops it. He doesn't it. die. Yes. <laughs> he's like, you looked very concerned, yeah. so I just wanted to let you know she doesn't die here. Right. It's like, we don't have to keep reading. He's like, oh, no, no, it's, it's okay. It's okay, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, right, about to get her, and then thump, Fezzik yeah. hits it in the face, and then grabs her out of the yeah. water, puts her back in the ship. And uh, that's like, to convince her not to jump in the water and go to the other ship. So yeah. then they get to uh, the clefts of insanity. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're trying to beat the ship to the top of the cliffs. Yeah. So they they uh, dock right next to the cliff. <laughs> Fezzik has all three of them on him, and he's climbing the rope yeah. all the way to the top. And the, we could do this with every single scene because there's so many funny lines right. on it, but... One of the one of the ones quotes I would have used, which would have obviously given it away, was as they're being chased by this other ship and it's gaining on them. And uh, and you go, goes, I wonder if he's using the same wind we are using. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> and the scene is yelling at him, pull the thing and and move the yeah, other thing. Right. <laughs> but yeah, they get to the cliffs, and now Fezzik's having to carry all three of them up. Like, he's getting on us. <laughs> Inconceivable. <laughs> Vecini, the whole t- he's straddled in front of Fezzik, so they're just face to face, and he's just entire time like berating him about yeah. how terrible he is at what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to be this huge hippo i can't remember the word he uses right it's this huge mass this strong man and yet he gains <laughs> anyway yeah they, and they're both climbing this rope that like goes on forever mm-hmm. and uh they all get to the top and they immediately start cutting the rope yep so that uh the dread pirate roberts the secret identity yeah, the man in black yeah the man in black falls False, or at least you think he does, because the rope right. just goes off the cliff. And then uh, Inigo looks over the cliff. He, he's like, "He's still there." Yeah. And then it was it's like, like inconceivable. Yeah, it's like, like, <laughs> <laughs> you keep using this word. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I don't it means what you think it means. <laughs> I don't think it means what you think it means. And uh, he, so he's just stuck on the side of the cliff. Yeah, just holding on. And then Vecini says that he's going to take Fezzik and the girl uh, onward. I don't know what the de- their destination is. I, I think they're says, going to Florin or Gilder. Gilder. Yeah, All I right. think her kingdom is Florin. Gilder is the neighboring kingdom. And they're trying to make it look like she's been captured by right. Gilder so that a war will stop start between them. <clears throat> so, and he tells uh, Anigo Montoya to stay. Yep. Yeah, he, he makes, makes it up, up the sword. Yeah. Yeah. The sword. Just like, I'm going to do it left-handed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, so they leave. And uh, 
they end up exchanging words, Inigo and uh, the guy, because yeah, he wants like, him to just get you know? to the top. Exactly, because he's like, you know how long this is going to take? He's <laughs> yeah. like, it's not as easy as it looks or whatever. And he's like totally struggling to stay on the side of the cliff. And he goes, I, I'm supposed to be killing you. I'm supposed to wait here to kill you. I could toss you down the rope. He says, how am I supposed to trust that, you know, you're not going to just like cut the rope when as soon as I grab it or whatever. Right. And, he says, like, I my swear. Word is a, uh, oh, yeah. I'll give him my, my word. He's a Spaniard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he doesn't, he goes, I know like, too many Spaniards. Yeah, exactly. uh, your word, that doesn't work. And he goes, on the, I think he says on the life. Because it's a dramatic his, moment. Yeah. He says on the life of his father, uh, whatever his name is, I give you my word. You will make it to the top. And yeah. Throw me the rope. Then he throws on the rope. And yeah. he climbs all the way up. And then uh, they exchange some words. He takes his boots off and, like, empties them. Yeah, big on. giant boulders out of his boots <laughs> yeah, that are somehow there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and they talk about fighting. Yep. And he talks about the six-figured man to yep. Wesley. Hold his hand up. Nope. Not right. No, no six yeah. Not by chance you have six fingers on your left hand? Yeah. <laughs> Do you always start conversations this way? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then he tells him, yeah, a six-finger man uh, killed killed his father. Yeah, and told him about father. how he ordered a sword for him, this sword. And, yeah, this you know, he charged him three times the price he promised. and Or he gave him a third of the price that he promised. And and when my father refused, he cut him through the heart. Yeah, through the heart. Yeah. And then I vowed that yeah. I would find six-finger man. Yeah. Anyway. Yep. Uh, so now we know his revenge story. Yep. Yeah. And then they decide to fight. And then they start fighting. Yep. And uh, Anigo and Toya is left-handed. Is Wesley also using his left hand? I don't remember. Yes. So they both start out using left-handed. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Inigo, like you said, like says, like, I'm going to do him left-handed. Yeah. It's like, whatever. Just just kill him. Yeah. yeah. So they're fighting, and uh, Wesley is doing pretty well. Yeah. And he's got him on the ropes, and then... Like he pushes him off, and he—you hear this like, da, 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 and he, yeah. He flips it, he's like, "Why are you smiling, or why are you laughing?" And he goes, well, "I know something that you do not know." Yeah, I am not left-handed. <laughs> Switches. And, yeah, and yeah, he's doing really well, and they're fighting, and then yep. uh, Wesley's in this similar situation. He's yep. like, "I know something you don't know." Yep, I am also not left-handed. I'm left-handed. Yes, yeah. so he switches, and, and he switches, and I think he basically just starts disarming him like at every yeah. pass he keeps yeah. knocking a sword out of his hands. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, and he doesn't have his sword left and he's down on the ground and I don't remember what he says before he dies or he doesn't die, but like yeah. what he thinks is going to happen is he's going to die. Yes. So he gives him his last words and then Wesley just knocks him out. Yep. With the butt of his sword. Oh yeah, yeah. I think he he says like uh, like please kill me quickly or something like that. And he said I, I'd yeah. soon rather destroy a priceless stained glass window or something like that. But since I can't have you following me, yeah, knocks him out exactly. Yeah, and then he goes on, and that's when he runs into Fezic. Yeah, because he almost gets his head <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, and that's legend by a rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's one of my favorite parts is. He's running, and then <laughs> a rock explodes right next to his head yep. that was thrown at him. And he's like genuinely like startled, looks over at Fezzik, and Fezzik's like, uh, 
I did not have to miss. <laughs> and he's, I believe you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then they start to fight. He, well, he tries. He like he punches him in the stomach, and nothing happens. And yeah. and uh, he like throws both his arms, and I think Fezzik grabs both of them, and he can't move his arm. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he just. Oh yeah, he uh, he runs and like yeah, wraps his arms around yeah, Fezzik, yeah. trying to like lift and pull him away, and then he jumps away, and he's like, "You're doing very well." Yeah, <laughs> just patronizing him. Yep. And then he starts dodging Fezzik's swings. And he gets on a rock behind Fezzik and jumps on his back. Yep. And wraps his arms around him. Yeah, he's choking him out. Yep, he's trying to choke him out. And Fezzik's just trying to ram him into the rocks behind him. And then he uh, he basically gets knocked out because of the the chokehold. Yep. So he's out. And then... (laughs) He said, sweet dreams. Yep. I hope you do area... I hope you dream a very large woman. Women. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes on to meet uh, Vicini at like mm-hmm. a picnic table or something of that effect. Uh, just yeah, randomly. Because I think you don't see it, but surely like Vicini saw him coming and realized yeah. like, oh, he's going to catch up to me. So I'm, I'm just going to wait for him. A battle of wits. Yep. So there's two goblets on the table or he pulls out two goblets, puts them yeah. down. He has and- the princess at... Uh, yeah, with a knife on your throat. Yeah, exactly. So, and she's blindfolded yep. during this whole thing. And uh, Vicini basically does a. Uh, he puts two dollars in front of him, and he fills them both with wine. Yeah. Then he turns around and he he puts. Wait, no, no, no. Is is he the one that puts the iocane in there? Yeah. Okay. So he does that, and then he explains what it is. He says one of these is poisoned. Yeah. And uh, he's, but he puts them down before explaining that one of them is poisoned. And then yeah. he says, "I could have poisoned the one the goblet in front of you," mm-hmm. <laughs> thinking that you're just going to drink that goblet and die. Yeah. Or I could have poisoned the goblet oh, in front of no, me. No, no, no. That's that's right. Uh, Wasn't it uh, the goblets? Yeah. Okay. So the goblets are already in front of each each other, filled with wine. And Wesley says, "Like clearly, uh, you have a dizzying intellect, and I can't keep up with you." It's like, how about a game of wits? It it is Wesley that says this. It is Wesley. I have iocane, tasteless, odorless. I was going to say in one, and then you choose. I'll move them around, and you choose which one we drink. I was going to say, like my memory of that was kind of split. I mean, essentially, it's the same result. Either way, one goblet is there, and um, Vicini is the one that has to choose. Yeah. After all the dialogue that Vicini has, he eventually just says, oh, what is that? (laughs) He points behind him. (laughs) Wesley goes, what? What?" Yeah, Wesley turns around, and then he switches the goblets. And then he turns around and is like, <laughs> he's like, what's so yeah. funny? <laughs> You'll like, find out. Yeah. <laughs> let us drink. Yeah. <laughs> and they both cheers their cups. And he just like keeps looking at her like, ah, yeah. Ah, ah. They both drink the wine. They finally both drink the wine. Yep. And then he starts laughing. He's like, ah. I was like, yeah. you fell for one of the, the classic life's... blunders. Yeah, classic blunders. <laughs> the first of which is never go into a land war in Asia. <laughs> 
second of which. Yeah. Death is on the line. Yeah. Death is on the line. Yeah. And then, yeah, he stops laughing and dies. <laughs> and then uh, he admits to Buttercup. That both goblets were poisoned. Yeah, because yeah, she's like, "How yeah, did she, you know?" Yeah, how did you know? He goes, "Oh, both goblets are poisoned. I've built up a tolerance to iocane." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they uh, go away, and they're running, and they get to a point where Buttercup like challenges him. She says, "Stop" or something like that. Yeah, and yes, because he, she, yeah, she sees that what's his face, her Humperdinck now shows up in the distance like a hunting party trying yeah. to track her down. So she's like, Oh, I'll just be rescued by a Humperdinck and not captured by this guy. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, Wesley admits that like who he says he is, is, uh, no, she thinks that he is the trap pirate Roberts. And right. he's like, she goes, I know who you are. And he bows. Your like, yeah. yeah. Your brutality precedes you. You must be the dread pirate Roberts. It's like, you killed someone that was very dear to me. It's yeah. like I've killed many people that are dude. Yeah. <laughs> just like describe him to me. Yeah, describe yeah. him. Then she does, and he uh says, I think I remember someone like this. Yeah. Um anyway, it gets to a point where she gets so mad at him that he she pushes him down this hill. Yeah. Because like, I he want does... you to die or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Because he he explains that when he was around Wesley that Wesley kept talking about his one true love and how he's going to get back to him. He's like, please don't kill me. And so he doesn't, and he lets him live another day. And, um, and then eventually he killed him or he, the thing that stopped him from killing him was that he talked about love, like his one true love. And then he insults her by saying like, how long after you found out your Wesley was dead, did you decide to jump into bed with the brains or whatever? I died that day. Yeah, she said, I died that day. And then she pushes him down the hill. And it's like, you can't too for all I care. Yeah, yeah, exactly. pushes him. And he says, as you wish. As he's tumbling down down the hill. hill. (laughs) She goes, oh, my sweet Wesley. And then she does the same thing. (laughs) Yeah. like head first she just down falls. the cell. Yeah. And, and then all the shots of them. Ow. Yeah. Yeah, they're rolling and tumbling down the hill. I wish you could have been there to watch the stunt doubles Oof. just doing that. Yeah, because <laughs> it's not, I don't think that's like a camera trick where they just tilted the camera to uh, make it look like it was a hill. I'm pretty sure they were rolling down a hill. Oh, yeah. They were rolling. Yeah. Uh, and then they all get to the bottom and yep. uh, Wesley doesn't have his mask on and they go and they embrace and they kiss. Yes. And uh, my sweet Wesley, they then go into the the forest, which has a name. Uh, the yeah. swamps of fire, the fire swamp, the fire, fire swamp. swamp. That's yeah, it. The fire swamp. Fire swamp. And they go through there and they talk about oh, we could just live here, right? Doesn't he say that at some point? Yeah, yeah. So, and I think they he he does explain to her like. He decided not to kill me, so then he right. taught me how to sword fight and all this. And so, like, I'm not the original Dread Pirate yeah. Roberts either. <laughs> yep. Like, he wanted to retire, and so he started calling me Dread Pirate Roberts and yeah. calling himself, like, the first, the first mate. mate. Yeah. And he's like, "This you've done this, like, multiple times around. And he said, the original is retired on a small island in Barbados or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, 
we explain that. Then he uh, he says like we could just stay here. And then she says, "Are you worried about the W O U S's? The R O U S's? Rodents of unusual size? I don't think they exist." Yeah, just jumps out. Yeah, this giant rat attacks him and starts chewing on him. Yep. Yeah. And then they they hear the yeah. <laughs> that's the fire that he gets it off by burning, uh, it, rolling yep. over and burning it with the fire from the fire swamp. Yep. So they get out of that, and then they uh, don't they like immediately turn and start walking, and then uh, Buttercup just falls through the quicksand. Isn't that like uh, right after that? Oh the, no! The rodents of unusual size is the last thing. Oh, so they, is it? Yeah, they figure out how to escape the quicksand after she gets sucked in and he gets out and then figures okay, out so the popping flame and then the ROUS is because, oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he starts that conversation by being like, we know that, you know, we know how to get past this quicksand. We know how to get past the fire. That's um, it. So, you know, this really isn't that bad. She's like, oh, aren't you worried about the ROUS? Yeah. That's it. That's so it. then they escape the forest. Yeah. <clears throat> Only to be met by Humperdinck and Humper his party. And everyone else and the six figure man. Yeah. Um, so Buttercup makes Humperdinck promise yeah, not to, kill to Wesley. spare Wesley. And uh, I don't remember how. And she's like, I will marry you as long as you spare yeah, Wesley's exactly. life. Yeah, yeah. Just don't kill him and I'll come with you and I'll marry you. Right. And he says, I swear on blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't remember what he says, yeah. but uh, I do love. Uh, we met him. Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, we did yeah, I don't remember that. Um, now I can't think of his name. But. He, yeah, he was a voice of uh, what's his face, Nightmare Before Christmas, uh, Skeleton Jack or Jack Skellington. Yeah, that's oh, that's it. right. Yeah, that is right. Um, Peter. No, no. Well, anyway, but anyway, yeah. we met him. We, we met him, but his voice is really. Yeah, just extra and noble and yes. English. Ah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I swear it. Yes. <laughs> so, Buttercup leaves with him. Yep. And the six figure man says something to Wesley, and Wesley comes up to him and he sees his hand. Yep. It's like, oh, you have six fingers on your left hand. I know someone that wants to kill you. <laughs> yeah. Like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody's looking for you, and, and his then, eyes get wide. Bonk. And he, bonk. <laughs> yeah, bonk. <laughs> yep, hits him on the head, knocks him out. Um, after this, I don't remember the next scene. I can't remember if it goes to Wesley in the pit of despair or to Buttercup. Yeah, or to Anigo Montoya. It's one of those three options. Yeah, because um, Anigo Montoya was drunk. And he was told to me at the beginning, like if anything went wrong. Yeah, um, but I'm also a little fuzzy on if this jumps straight into his torture or not. Right? Because yeah. I can't remember. Okay, I remember now. All right, it jumps immediately to him being introduced to the torture chamber. Uh, okay. Wesley wakes up and he's strapped okay. to a table. Yeah. Spare. And he's like, where am I? And he, yeah. This, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you think survive. about trying to yeah. escape. <laughs> this, the straps are far too thick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so he's uh, 
he's dabbing him, like cleaning up his shoulder wound from the yeah. R.O.U.S. Every, goes, every time I watch this, I watch him cleaning that wound. I'm like, I keep thinking, myself, you're not really cleaning anything. What are no, you doing? He's just dabbing. <laughs> he's it. just dabbing. Yeah. It's annoying me. And he, uh, <laughs> Wesley says, like, why even cure me? And he goes, oh, what's his face? Um, now I can't think of the torture guy. Uh, Count Rugen. Count Rugen. He like Count he Rugen. likes all of his subjects to be as healthy as they can be before um, testing the machine. <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, it's going to be torture then." <laughs> and then he shakes his head. He just shakes his head with <laughs> eyes wide, like uh huh. And he goes, "I I can withstand torture." And he and he's like, "It's like no, 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 you can't." <laughs> yeah, it's like. So then you're right. Then it jumps to the flash forward, her dream with Humperdinck announcing her as his wife and bride. Right. Yeah. His, then, his uh, dad has died and said, my he presents her as, words, uh, uh, love her as, as I loved her. Loved her. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he says, I can't like, I, I can't remember if it was queen buttercup because, supposed to think that she got married mm -hmm. or princess but i think it's queen because she comes out of the gates and there's a light behind her she's walking up to the mm -hmm. crowd of peasants yep and uh one of them just starts saying boo boo, boo. rubbish just like Bill, she queen of refuse use slime filth yeah <laughs> <laughs> she had true love love yeah she and squandered she it her, yeah she <laughs> yeah. threw it away Oh, yeah. Queen of lies. Yeah, it's just yep. all of that. And then she wakes up from this nightmare. Yep, snaps awake. Yep, and she's not married yet, as the narrator Peter Falk says. He's like, she didn't get married yet. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. This is another snapback. It's like she didn't get married. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. This is the time where uh, Fred Savage stops him. Yes, because he goes, wait him. a minute. Wesley can't die. Like Buttercup doesn't. Uh, Humperdinck doesn't win. Yeah, like, what are yeah. you doing? You're reading it wrong. And uh, Peter Falk's like, uh, it seems like you're getting a little too worked up about this. We can <laughs> we can read stop. this another day. Yeah, he closes and the he book. goes, no, no, please continue. Yeah, yeah. so he does. Yeah. Does he say like there's a, a few days before the wedding? Yes, Pump or Buttercup wakes up from that nightmare. And he's yeah. like, it's a few days before her wedding. And Princess Buttercup is, you know, worried about Wesley. So she runs to Humperdinck's castle office yes, where he's doing she, all this busy work. Yeah. She, is this where she tries to kill herself? Um, if, uh, uh, not something, yet. Something about his fastest ships to all four yes. corners. Yes. I so don't she, remember why. Yeah, she runs in there because that's the deal they struck. She said that don't kill him. He's a pirate on the um, ship, whatever. Um, send for his ship. Revenge. And just send him away. Yeah. yeah. And he said, uh, "You, I will do it. And so when she goes to confront him in his office saying like, any word on Wesley's ship <clears throat> or... He starts talking about, oh, yeah, their wedding. He says, like, if um, – could you please just consider – no, 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 no. 
All right. Right. All right. Okay. So right. Remember, okay. There's, two, there's, there's two, ver- there's two scenes that are almost identical here. And yeah. this one, she goes and he says like, I have, I have all of our fastest ships or are all of our fists or uh, our ships ready for like every ship in the armada is ready to sail us out into the sunset after the wedding. And she goes all except oh, like your fastest. Yeah. Right? Fastest. Yeah. And he goes, what? And she's like the fastest ship you sent for, um, to find his, the his, pirate yeah. ship revenge. He goes, Oh yes, naturally, of course. And he's like, Ooh, that was close. And she walks off. Okay. So the other scene I'm talking about was when he gets upset. She's just like, yes. And she says, she basically catches him in the lie eventually. Yeah. And she says like, just know my wedding will come for me. If I were you, that's what she, that's yeah, what she's like. Saying. And I will kill myself before, um, I marry you. And yeah, she yes. says, Wesley's going to come for me. And he says, well, I doubt that. So if he doesn't, will you please consider marrying me versus suicide? Yes. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> it's just funny. It's a funny line to be like, death is better than marrying me. Um, and that's when he runs off to go like almost. Yeah. Not <laughs> yeah. So after anyway. she has this scene with Humperdinck in his office, then it cuts again to the torture it, chamber. Oh, um, okay. With Count Rugen doing his test on him. His test. Yeah, and this is and where then little, yeah. he explains what the machine does. He yeah. says, every notch on this machine like, will take, will suck one life. One year of your life. One year of your life. Yep. <laughs> and he, no, like, he only moves it up to one. Yeah. Let's try it on one. <laughs> yep, and he's shaking and then eventually screaming and he's yeah. got little like suction cups on the side of exactly. his head and on his chest and stuff. And, and it, it just shows water like going through yeah. a, what looks like a mill, something yeah, yeah. like that. And it's just yeah. torturing him. And then he stops and it. He stops it. He's like, tell me, how does that make you feel? And please. For posterity. Yeah, he's yeah. like, please, <laughs> please be honest. This yeah. is full posterity. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he just moans and cries and interesting. Interesting. And writes his notes. <laughs> yes. Uh, is this when we got to Neo Montoya? Um, I do believe so. Yeah. Because Cause he's he gets drunk. tortured. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. It jumps to Inigo. Um, oh, right before the scene, do, does it show a conversation between. Count Rubin and uh, Prince Humperdinck in the forest. No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. Um, that's whenever he Humperdinck goes to like basically try to kill Wesley. I thought that was because he's doing that in a fit of rage and he does it quickly, so it just cuts from the castle to that room. That's what he, I thought happened. Oh no, he he comes down because um, the conversation between the six finger man and Prince Humperdinck is very casual. He's like, I've got. Like a million things to do before the wedding and people kill. Oh, that's so like, I'm oh, you're right. That scene happens <laughs> yeah. right before Count Rukin goes down to test the machine. Yes, 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 yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all. He's like, I'll leave you to your work. And he's like, yes. you sure you don't want to join me? And there's like an implication of a like a relationship between them. Yeah. <laughs> By the way they're talking. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Anyway. He, yes, you're right. And he goes, I've, I've got my wedding to plan. And uh, a bride to oh, yeah, kill. Bride like, to murder. <laughs> Uh, right. and Gilda to frame for it. I'm swamped. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you're, so it, it does jump before it goes to Inigo 
to a brief scene with like the head guard of the castle um telling oh that, yeah that's how okay that does introduce that yeah. he, he wants a bruise squad yes exactly because he's like i want you to um double the guards at the gate you know uh, this wedding has to be secure and he's like i don't have enough men to clear the forest and he goes then form a brute squad yes yes and now we cut uh, to an ego yeah now we cut to an ego because there's a, it shows like the little village that he's in yes where they're, like they're trying to find people for the brute squad yeah is that what it is yeah and they're trying to clear the forest and they're trying to clear an ego out from this little house and yeah. ego keeps swinging his sword drunkenly at everybody yeah. <laughs> and so they're trying and to clear an ego away, and one of the brutes is like, "You brute, come out!" And it's Fezic. Fezic, yeah, yeah. And Fezic sees an ego, and ego looks up at him. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> he, he turns and he runs into his chest, and then he looks up. He, <laughs> I think he pulls his hand and puts his hand in his, and then he, yeah, then he looks up at him. And he goes, He's oh, "So big, yeah, Fezic." Fezic, like, hello, Eagle. <laughs> I, lo- I love Andre the Giant. Yeah, Apparently, he was the sweetest guy ever. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, anyway it like cuts to the next scene where he's trying to sober him up by dunking his head in water. Yeah, yeah. Peter uh, Falk feeding is, him food. Yep. He's like Fezzik nursed him back to health, and he just yeah. like dunking <laughs> yeah, his head like, in water, like and in water, and like giving him soup that he can barely eat. And, <laughs> yeah. And finally, after the dun- like. The dunking he's like okay okay i'm i'm, 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 I'm okay i'm better <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yeah and uh i don't remember what motivates them to find wesley um nothing yet because from there he he's basically depressed like inigo says like i i failed i couldn't even beat the man in black um because they don't know who he is Right. So he says, I couldn't even beat the man in black. I, so I couldn't even avenge my father. He's depressed. And then it cuts to that next scene with Buttercup coming in saying, like, um, I would rather die than marry you. Like, I will kill myself. Yeah, and he's like, I would not say such things yeah. if I were you. I would not say such things if I were you. Yeah. He, he carts her off to her room and throws her in and locks the door. Right. And then he uh, goes to the pit of despair. Yep. And he says to Wesley something about uh, true love. Yeah, he he says, like, you you two truly loved each other. That yeah. happens maybe once in a thousand years, and so you might have been truly happy. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then he takes the the rod or whatever the yeah the lever powers machine yeah. and he puts pushes it all the way up to 50. 50. he's like not to 50. yeah and then he Count starts Rug. screaming yeah <laughs> yeah and then it like pulls away shows all of these empty shots like and yeah. you still hear the screaming yeah the screaming the landscape screaming everywhere yeah. screaming it's like do you hear that and it finally yeah, gets the do you hear that and you go and sound of ultimate suffering <laughs> that's the sound my heart made with my when the six-finger man slashed my father through the heart Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and isn't he convinced that that's the guy? Yeah. Or is that, yeah. Yeah, the, that is the sound of ultimate suffering. And they they said, like, it must be, uh, 
I don't know how he makes the connection. Yeah, I know. That's I keep thinking about that. I'm like, what? what he says it, and that? he says like that must be because I don't yeah, remember, I remember it's it. Remember showing the love towards Buttercup in front of them. Yeah. So I don't know why they think true love. He or is there a conversation that I'm forgetting? So I think he doesn't explain how he knows. He just okay. says the man in black makes it now. <laughs> That's it. And, and they're trying to get to him and like there's a proud and he's yeah. like, Pesic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody please move. move every, everybody move. And it's Pesic, please. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the point. Move. Yeah. Thank you. They and they is. go sprinting yeah. off and then they <laughs> make it to where the sound is originating from and they come across the albino yeah. guy. Uh, yeah. The dude that was nursing Wesley's wounds, the assistant. I don't remember what they say, but I remember the, the look on his face right he, before they knock him out. <laughs> yeah, he says, like, uh, it's like, where is the man in black? He's like, I can't tell you that. And he's like, Fezzik, jog his memory. And yeah. Fezzik hits his head and he, go, he knocks him out. He goes, I think I jogged him too hard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then he kind of prays a little bit. Yeah, prays to his father to guide his, his father story. to guide his story. Yeah. And then it does. Guides him right to the button. Yep. Well, to the tree. And then he leans against the tree and that yep. pushes the button, which opens the door. Yep. And they find him. It's like he's dead. Yes. <laughs> when it would take a miracle to bring him back. Yeah. Oh. Quickly. <laughs> the Miracle Max is. Yeah. yeah. Miracle Max. They go to Miracle, miracle Max and Billy Crystal and all of this makeup. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? <laughs> what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> We're close. (laughs) (laughs) We need a we need a miracle, and he like picks up Wesley's arm and drops it, and he goes, "I've seen worse." (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I've seen worse. No, this man is only mostly (laughs) dead. dead. Yeah, (laughs) he's not all dead. (laughs) Yeah, and so let's let's see uh, if he can tell us anything about like what happened. and he and then he inflates takes the, him. Yeah, inflates this. Yeah, and then he pushes down on his stomach. He's like, love. Yeah. It's like, ah, no, to blave. Yeah. He clearly <laughs> said to blave, which means yeah. to bluff. So like, yeah, you lost some money you. to him in some cards, and now yeah. you want him to pay you up. <laughs> no, yeah. he said to love. Yeah. It was to love. You cannot ask her anything more normal than that. Oh, when he says to blave, he's like, that's when you hear a liar. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, his wife, yeah. Miracle Max's wife, comes out and screams at him. And yeah, 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 yeah. So then he agrees to make a magic pill to bring him back to life. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like coating what looks like a like a chocolate suppository or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like it's like a big giant walnut yeah, covered walnut, in chocolate. Covered in chocolate. Yeah. And uh, they say something. I don't remember. They're talking about what will happen <laughs> when they put it in there. Uh, he says, like, do it, and, like, you have to wait. He said, wait at least so long, and then do it. And then he said after, and he's like, don't go swimming for at least one. And she goes, two, two hours after. It to take yeah. It yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they convinced Miracle Max to do this because of Prince Humperdinck, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, this dude is going to ruin Humperdinck's wedding. He's like, Humperdinck. Like anything. Yeah. <laughs> that guy fired me or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I'll do it for free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, good luck storming the castle. Yeah. You think they're going to make it? <laughs> There's not a not chance. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> so they take Wesley, they put the pill in his mouth, and like almost instantly, like Wesley wakes up, snaps awake. <laughs> yeah, he like, snaps awake. <laughs> well, I'll tear you says. apart. Yeah. I'll, I'll take you both together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he calms down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. He's like, oh, let me explain. No, it's too much. Let me sum up. Yeah, he said, why can't I move? And why are you two here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it says, Princess Buttercup is about to marry Prince Humperdinck in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> we need to get in the castle. And we need your help to storm the castle. Yeah. We figured, with my sword, and his strength, and your brains, we can do it. Enjoy it. And he starts shaking his head. It's like, yeah. impossible. impossible. <laughs> Maybe if I had, you know, uh, three days. Holocaust cloak. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, and what? then Fezzik just pulls one out. Yeah. He's like, oh, you mean like this? <laughs> yeah. It's just a giant cloak. Yeah. It's like Miracle Max. <laughs> yep. And he wiggles his finger and he goes, oh, that's wonderful. You're moving your finger. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're, you're telling me that we're about to storm a gate or a castle with 60 men with only his sword, your strength, and my brain, and a little thumb wiggle is supposed to make me happy? <laughs> 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 yeah yeah so uh so then they come up with a plan they come up with a plan that shows the the gate with like 50 men in front of it and they start to or it's starting to become nighttime and then you see fezzik with the cloak on on a wheelbarrow moving forward yes and he starts saying stuff that i don't remember he basically like, says like I'm the i remember the last Roberts. thing he says yeah, it's he says, I'm the dread soul. pirate Roberts. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I take no survivors, and I've come That's here right. for your souls. Soul survivors. And then, yeah, and then he says, okay, light him. And light he him. lights the cloak on fire. Yes. And uh, the idea that Indigo Montoya can have Wesley like on his back and yeah, also and, push forward yeah. wheelbarrow. Who's like 300 plus pounds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it scares everyone off except yes. one guy, the guy with the key. Yep. The and then key. they, yeah. he's trying to lower the gate. As it comes up, holds it. They go in. No, he, he uh, the gate's already lowered. Oh, okay. So then he, yeah, yeah. They lift they, it up. Yeah. They capture him. The guy with the, the head guard with the gate. Exactly. He's like, we need the gate key. <laughs> yeah, he goes, we need the gate key. What gate key? He's like, Fezzik, pull his arms and legs off. <laughs> yeah. He goes, oh, you mean this gate key? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he hands it over and yeah, so they get through the gate. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, does it cut to the wedding ceremony? Yeah. 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 There's a brief moment with like Buttercup getting dressed and everything and walked down to the with wedding. The, but then the old man, uh, it's somebody's dad. Yes. I guess. Like, oh, she's like, I'm going to kill myself. And <laughs> yeah. she's telling him that she's going to kill himself. So like, wouldn't that be nice? Yep. Yep. And because he says, like, skip ahead. He says, say man and wife, man and wife. Right. And he just says that, but they wow. <laughs> never say I do. Oh, love. Yep. And, and uh, like, man and wife. Yep. <laughs> And yeah, you're right. She gets escorted away by the old king. She's like, okay, I'm going so to kill myself tonight. That's what it happens. After <laughs> the wedding. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then it shows Fezzik and Inigo. Fezzik has Wesley. And 
they're going down a hallway and there's a bunch of men that just show up and yep. you know, dispatches all of them. Yep. And does he see the that he has six figures? Like after uh, he kills all the men? He knows, I think, somehow at this point. Um, or doesn't Wesley say it? Like that's it? Actually, or I think he like sees that. it. So he kills like all the guards ahead of him. Uh-huh. Um, and then the six finger man is left. Count Rugen's the only one left. And he, he just runs away. Sees his fingers. And I think he says it. That's the first time he says it. He says, My name is right. Amigo Montoya. You kill my father, prepared to die. And Count Rugen like Twists pretends like he's about to fight. And then he runs. Yeah. yeah. And then and he goes, runs after him. Yep. And they get to a door where it's locked because the six finger man locked it. Yes. And he's like, Fuzzy, he's getting away. Yeah. Fuzzy, please. Please. Yeah. And then he puts Wesley onto a suit of armor. Yeah. Just, just standing there. there. Yeah. And Fezzik goes over there and he was trying to jump into the door to break it down. He can't. Yeah. So like Fezzik just stops him. Yeah. And then just like hits the door with like one arm. Yeah. <laughs> breaks it open. And he's he like, there you go. And then he turns around and goes back. But Wesley's gone. Yep. Fezzik's like, where'd it go? Uh, uh, there's two possible things that happen next. Either uh, I think it would toil running down the stairs yep. nope, to go exactly after. Right. Okay, to go after the six figure man. And as soon as he gets into a room, six figure man throws a knife right at and he goes stomach. Yep, and nails him. Nails him right in the stomach. Yep. <clears throat> and then we cut to uh, Buttercup. Uh, it does show the whole scene. Oh, it shows the whole scene? Yeah, the whole fight. Oh, okay. no, no, you're right. It does cut the buttercup. Yeah, because it's yes. it's brief, but it cuts away, and then it cuts back, and, and he was still, like, on the ground with a knife in his stomach. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, buttercup discovers Wesley in her bed. And in her bed. He can't move because he's still coming back to life. Right. Yeah. But she thinks, she goes in there to kill herself. She takes the knife and yeah. she like presses it against her chest. And, yeah. Uh, he said, there's a sort of a, a perfect breast in this world. world. It'd be a shame to ruin yours. Yeah. I wish they. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and it, it cuts back to Anigo before Humperdinck enters the room. Correct. Yes. Okay. Now it's back to Anigo and they finish their fight. Right. They finish the fight. Basically, uh, Anigo gets up and says his line. I am an eagle with Toya. You killed my father. Prepare him to die. Yeah. And he keeps repeating it. And the six-figure man is like disturbed by this because he keeps coming toward him, even yeah. though he's got a knife in his stomach. A knife in his stomach, and he gets stabbed uh, and in he, like, tries arms. To, yeah, yeah, he tries to stab uh, an eagle first. Yep. He, uh, an eagle just pushes it to the side enough to like cut his, his face. Does that uh, happen or no? No, that's what he, he, he gets stabbed. Left. Yeah. And Ego had the cuts already. There's scars. Yes. And he moves the swords to his arms. Like, he actually stabbed both his arms. Exactly. Before Ego could actually, like, fight back. Yep. And he does the exact same things to him. He stabs, like, both his arms, and then he gives him the cuts on his face. Yep. He's like, my name is Ego Matoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. Yep. And Count he's like, I'll give you anything. Yeah. He's like, anything? Money? Like, anything? He's like, I want my father back, you son of a bitch. Yeah, because like, he says, I'll give you anything. And he tries to surprise him with another knife attack, like stabbing him. Yeah. And then Inigo catches his arm and then stabs him in this belly. And 
Yeah. I want my father back, you son of a bitch. Great. So good. That's great. Great. Yeah, it is so good. Uh, cuts back to Wesley and Buttercup and Prince Humperdinck enters the room. Yep. And it's like, I can picture the scene and I can picture like parts of it. I don't remember when he starts the speech about like what he's going to do to him. Yep. Yeah. He, and he's like, I get it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> going to kill me. Yeah. Yeah. Humperdinck like, uh, <clears throat> he says, all right, all right. On your feet to the death. And Wesley it's says, like, no, wrong. to the pain. <laughs> Yeah, and he starts describing all the ways that he would leave him in anguish. Yes, uh, cutting he, out his tongue, his eyes, his eyes, um, all that and stuff. My ears, I get it. Go on with it. It's like, no, you'll keep your ears. Yeah. So that for every bay, we'll, like, yeah, for we'll every weep. screech of every woman who we'll, sees your like, hideous. Oh God, sight. what is that thing? Yeah, <laughs> you'll keep your says, perfect ears. God, <laughs> He's like, you're bluffing. Possibly. You vicious swiner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, maybe I do have enough strength. Yeah, yeah, and then he actually does pull himself to his feet. Yep, and points the sword at him. And that's when Humperdinck like, drops the sword and goes, and he's like, sit. Yep. <laughs> and he sits down. Yeah, tie him up and uh, starts to... And that's when Inigo and Fezzik show up. He's like... He starts to take a step and he almost falls. And then he's like, Wesley oh, falls. It's like yeah. I knew you were bluffing. And then yeah. like, <laughs> he was like, please like, help I knew me. He, was yeah. he has no strength. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then you hear uh, Fezzik outside the window. Uh-huh. He's like, oh, I found these horses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought there was four of us and there was four horses. So <laughs> I thought I'd bring it. So in case we got the lady. Hello, lady. <laughs> and then the idea of Fezzik getting on a horse yeah. and not breaking it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He would definitely need like a Clydesdale yes, of epic proportions to hold that horse. Dude. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So clearly it's a stunt double on it. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Buttercup jumps down onto the horse, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They all ride off together. Yep. And, and, then, that's, and then he's like, ah, we can end there. Yeah, and beautiful. He's like, "Why? What? What else is there?" It's like, "Well, it's a kissing scene. You don't like that." He's like, "No, I'm, I'm okay with mind. it." Yeah, go yeah, ahead. I don't mind. He said, "There's like in the history of the world, there are only like seven perfect kisses or something like that." And then he said, "This one blows all of them out of the water." Yeah. And then there's a kiss between Wesley and Buttercup, and that's it. That's the movie. And that's it. That's the movie. And then the, there's a song, and I can't remember who sings it. Yeah, it's the music of the song, but it's an actual song that was released at the time of the uh, movie called Storybook Story. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's not a good song. <laughs> if, for the only re- because it's called Storybook Story. Like that's, and it says like, my love is like a storybook story, which is just oh. dumb to say. <laughs> yeah, so uh, you guys should all go look that song yeah, like, hey, listen to it. it's I'm going to look it up after this yeah it's horrible yeah yeah that's it and that movie it would have taken double the time if we said every little funny thing that occurs in every line because oh yeah it's a Rob Reiner movie and it's written that way and it's 
every joke you have to watch this movie at least twice to kind of hear every subtle joke and every line because it's almost like every line is a joke it is I, that funny yeah in the way that people deliver it and all that it's all intentional it's it's almost as slapstick as like airplane and things like that mm-hmm. it's just in a different setting yeah and everyone's really good in it yeah this is right it is super good. I've seen this movie a lot, and I'm still excited to go watch it because it's been because <laughs> it is funny. It is yeah. really funny. Yeah, and it's only probably like maybe an hour and a half or hour forty five. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, it's shorter than yeah most. Okay, well, we have you know lots of stuff to do and plan and take care of before we go rewatch this movie and, and record our second part. So we'll go get to it. Wesley's got his strength back. I'm starting him on the machine tonight. Tyrone, you know how much I love watching you work, but I've got my country's 500th anniversary to plan, my wedding to arrange, my wife to murder, and Gilda to frame for it. I'm swamped. Get some rest. If you haven't got your health, you haven't got anything. All right, we are uh, we're back. Um, had to spend some time with uh, Carl or uh, Count Rugen and and Humperdinck, and now we're back to uh, talk yeah. about it. So yeah. you watched it, right? I did. Yeah. And how was it? I mean, it was exactly as I remember it. It's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is truly one of those movies that sticks out in my mind. Is there's nothing wrong with it. Exactly. There, there really isn't. I mean, no, I'm not saying it's like a perfect movie to say like, oh, it's a perfectly structured movie. The plot is right. Everything, you know, I'm not saying it's that kind of perfect movie, but it's a perfect movie as in you can't go in and critique it. The jokes yeah, you, work, yeah. the actors work, it flows like you can't go in and say, oh, that part really sucks. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> to yeah, me, they all work. I think I was paying more attention to uh, uh, I guess the art direction maybe uh-huh. uh, paying more attention to the set pieces and the costuming yeah. and all that stuff because I didn't it's, really pay attention to it before but when, yeah. on this rewatch I, just the little things like yeah, there's little stuff on all the close work so like the fight the sword fight on the top of the cliffs of insanity it's yeah. clearly a set, right? It's not yeah. location. Um, there's other stuff that's there uh, when they're the on the ships. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was looking at that too, and like clearly they're like miniatures, the but, but yeah. yeah, yeah, it does gives you because, a certain idea of like yeah, this fantastical environment, right? Yeah, like to it's me, it's meant does to be a story. Like exactly, yeah. it does feel like they're telling a story, and so you're just watching these scenes as if the kid's imagination is yes together type exactly thing, rather than it being like totally accurate or over the top yeah 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 so did yeah. you you feel like you were forgot anything as you were watching through uh the the reason why an ego like okay so when an ego is drunk right yeah. and he's at the beginning he went back to the beginning i went back to the beginning uh, Fezzik brings him back to health, right? Right. There's a short line 
from Peter Falk saying that Fezzik told him about Count oh, Rugen. Oh, that's right. Yeah, about Count Rugen, the yeah. six-figured man. Yeah. He's in the castle. And the uh, and Fezzik took this uh, news very well and he passes yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, and then he passes out. took the news very well and he passes out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, dang it. And then while they're talking, um, he's like, uh, Nego's working through the idea of trying to break into the castle and he's like, I can't do it. I don't have the, like the wit, the know how to do that. Yes. It's like there are yeah, 30 yeah. men with the brute squad and he's like counting. He's like, that <laughs> oh, yeah, leaves goes, 20 for me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, maybe yeah. I could do 10 men or whatever. And he's like, at least 20 for me. Even at my best, yeah. I could not do this. Exactly. So he's like, look, the man in black, he invested your strength, you know, yeah. and my steel and Vicini, you know, he must yeah, have been yeah. very smart to be him. So that was why he wanted to go after him. The only part that I didn't catch was how he knew the man in black was in love with Buttercup it, and that there was true love. Yeah, because... It doesn't say it. No, he didn't. Right when you were like, how did he know that it was him screaming? He's screaming yeah. and he stops. Yeah, he's like, and he goes, it's the, the sound of true love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, and I was like, how does he how? know? Yeah. That's the one piece I must have. I still missed it in this rewatch unless it's. No, I'm, there I'm and saying I just, it's not there. And that's yeah, I don't think it he is. Does, they do not say it. He doesn't say it. The only thing <laughs> that I could think of is it's meant to be like his intuition. You know, like I guess it's fate because but he believes so much. And like with Miracle and Max, yeah, with Miracle Max, he even said, uh, that's how he convinced Miracle Max to do it, right? It's like he's his like true love is about to marry Prince Humperdinck, he's gonna go there yeah. and like, yeah, yeah, because he says, like, if you do this, it's gonna ruin Humperdinck's day. It's like, yeah, oh. so I don't know, I missed yeah, that. I don't think he says it, but it would be. If anybody, if anyone's listening to this, <laughs> yeah, you email us, please. Yeah, let us know, <laughs> if you know exactly how Check this happens. Up. Oh, or if you know the book, because um, maybe it says it in the book. I don't know. I don't know if anybody. I mean, obviously, some people that are listening to this know Princess Bride and have watched it and potentially read the book, but it's a book written like it's a story, but it's written like it's real. Yeah, the storybook story. Yeah. <laughs> but that is another from thing. Perspective, like this is a true historical place. Like you can go visit the Cliffs of Insanity. Um, Gilder oh, yeah. is a real country. Like it's written like that from the author's standpoint. Like that he, um, this is all pulled from history, and this is a true story. And he put it down on paper, and so much so. Um, I mean, I don't know if my sister is ever going to listen to this, but my oldest sister. We like to tease her for it. Um, but when she was younger, she thought it was real. <laughs> she, had re she had read the book and she thought it was all real. It's like, oh, oh wow. yeah, could, could we go see this and could we visit this place? And, you know, parents had to thing. it to her. Yeah. In the movie, they mentioned Australia and like other parts of the world. Yeah, because it's supposed to be. Right. If, have you read the book? No, I've never, never read yeah, it. Yeah, if you, if you read it, it's read it's written like that. Like this is all takes place and it's a real story and all that. Huh. And so it makes it very unique in that way. But my sister was totally convinced and believed that it was totally real. Well, 
Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. It's fun to read. It is a really good book and it is just as funny as the movie. I do need to read comedy, it. It's a comedy for sure. Comedy love story. So you said you were paying attention to like the set design and production. What yeah. did you, uh, did you see anything that was like, obviously like, well, that well no, when they, they do this uh, shot to introduce the castle, I think. And there's like some sheep running over a, a bridge uh-huh. and then it shows the castle, which I'm sure I feel like that was a real castle and they were, they dressed it up to make it seem like, you know, it's part of this it? universe. It wasn't a miniature. No, not the first part when it actually shows like the people in it, you know, oh, they're okay. all walking around the front. The, they use oh, the scene yeah, yeah. like two or three times when they introduce princess buttercup and right. um, Humperdinck and Rugen are on the top and talking to the people that looked like a legit castle. Yeah. I like I'm hesitate to like <laughs> no it's a castle. It's real, it's a castle. <laughs> There's a million castles uh, in uh right. in Europe so but been. they had to like put uh, uh like what's Gilbert it called clo- uh, cloaks and crests yeah, and stuff all yes, over the place yeah. all over it. Uh love that was something her. I was looking at. As I love her. <laughs> it was very much like any uh like knights tales that were told like in the 1960s on cinema like you know those castles it did it looked just like that okay but was there anything that stood out as like you thought was particularly good because you know it's obvious to kind of see it and be like sword fighting a set and stuff but the sword fight with um Wesley and Uh Nego at the beginning. I was trying to pay attention to see if they were actually doing that. And for the most part, yeah, they were other than the, the flips, like they were actually fighting. Yeah. Uh, They say that it was really well done for, from a fencing standpoint. Yeah. I think it's like referenced a lot as like they, you know, they did it right. That's what fencing actually looks like. It's not big, heavy swings. It's trying to just parry to get a stab or a slash. Um, you wouldn't do like these big wide swings with a sword. It's not like, even though this movie always, he does it at the, he does it at the very end when he's like, yeah, when he's frustrated. Yeah. He's frustrated. He does it. Yeah. Loses. And then it knocks it out of his hand. Uh There's a movie. I'm sure you've seen Rob Roy that also gets praise for its sword fights. It's got, uh, Liam Neeson and Tim Roth. Um, Uh, you haven't seen that. Rob Roy. I mean, it's early. It's a while back. Liam Neeson goes on this revenge trip. Scottish, big hulking swords, like violent sword fights. And uh, that gets praise for accurate fighting, but with those types of swords. So it was like bigger hits and stuff like that. But it's just opposite, you know, lighter fencing swords. Early Liam Neeson's? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what year it is, but it's it's out there. You should definitely look it up um, and oh, watch boy. it. 95. 95. 95. Yep. Rob, uh, Liam Neeson's and Tim Roth. Oh, yeah. John Hurt's in it. I forgot about that. Um, Eric Stoltz. It's good. Wow. Yeah. Huh. No, never seen it. Yeah. And Liam Neeson becomes an outlaw, goes on a revenge path against Tim Roth. <laughs> Have this big epic fight at the end with <laughs> you know, lots of blood and everything. It's great. <laughs> Check it out. Anyway, <laughs> did you have a favorite part? Is there, because this movie is full of great subtle comedy and 
it just little every scene could be its own so did you have maybe a favorite part of the movie that just stands out and you always crack up or something um trying to think of a particular scene miracle max is always great yeah um Other than that, the whole movie, I can't really pinpoint a, like, I, I'm Other still thinking about it. Like, and all the way to the end. Back to the beginning. <laughs> back to the beginning. I mean, the core characters are my favorite. The yeah. Ego, Wesley, uh, Fezzik, any, yeah. anything with them in it. It's just priceless. I love it. It is. It is pretty good. Um, uh, I particularly, I mean, I always crack up on it because just it's really dumb, and I think it maybe because it tickled me whenever I saw it when I was younger. But the rhyming when they're oh first, yeah, yeah when the bandits are first taking off in the boat and yeah and it seems <laughs> like you didn't even have to know that it was a game between them two, but Anigo and Fezic have a little word game where they rhyme together in order to help Fezic, you know, with his vocabulary. He, he even does it uh, when he first like bumps into him at, when he comes back. Yeah. He's like, you, brute. <laughs> yeah. Come here. Come here. And I don't remember what he says, but it was a rhyme. Yeah. It, it did rhyme, what, whatever it was that Inigo said. But that, that one scene where they first start playing it and uh, Fasini says, no, stop rhyming. I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, just yells like anybody want a peanut, a peanut. <laughs> to rhyme with it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that always cracks me up i just always lose it it's i've heard it a million times and it's really dumb but it's just so funny it's so good uh, yeah anyway it is a good movie everyone should go watch the princess yeah. bride it's only like an hour and a half it's like no time at all yeah super short but it, they do really well. It's like Carrie L's like breakout, right? It really is. Yeah. yeah. It's, it might be the, what he's most famous for besides Robin Hood men in tights mm-hmm. beyond that. I mean, like yeah. saw and I did it. He did some TV stuff. That, yeah. He doesn't do a whole lot. The most recent thing I can think of that he was in was stranger things. Season right. three. Yeah. He was a mayor, yep. I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I don't know. There were some little things that I noticed in this watch. It's, I mean, it's a nitpick, I guess. I don't even know okay. if it was a nitpick. Nitpick. The, the, like the chemistry between Robin Wright and Carrie Elway's, it's, I'm not sure if they intended it to be like this, but it's like it she's always genuine? like, she's always just so you know in love with him and then he'll say something and the look on her face is like what the hell did you just say to me (laughs) i don't know if you watch it she does that several times there's a scene like right right before she uh goes into this quicksand it's like she has this utter confusion on her face like who is this guy it's not the guy i fell in love with kind of look and then she falls into the quicksand and i she has there's at least one other time she does it. And I was just like, what? (laughs) Every time she sees him, she's like, Oh my God, I'm so happy to see you. And he's just like, Oh yes, I'm the best. (laughs) And love me. That is (laughs) true. He is, he is, uh, the whole time with him, he's either being really witty 
uh-huh. or just like really charming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's delivering suave lines or he's being witty to like put her at ease or to lift her spirits. Maybe it was so just she's always like that. Yeah. Like her character, other than the beginning when she would pester him. Yeah. She was fairly one dimensional. It is true. She like, was a damsel in distress. Yeah, the she time. was. Yeah. And, and she, she had she the makings, I think, with this type of story, which obviously, I mean, it was based off of some source material, but she had the makings where she could have been like a heroine, you know, a much yeah. stronger character. I mean, she was willing to kill herself to yep. avoid marrying and jump into sense. the sea with the eels and whatever. Yeah. I mean, so um, they, give her, they give her those qualities of bravery, but they could have made her like. Like she could have had, I don't know if being funnier would have helped or like, I don't know. Yeah. She didn't have any real comedy lines like the rest of the movie. No, she was the serious uh, person. I don't know. That was just the one thing I I noticed. I do remember having a crush on her though. (laughs) I mean, Robin Wright's gorgeous. Yeah. And she still, uh, she still got it, but. Yeah, I do remember watching this movie and being like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my that's God. A, that's a beaut. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah. So you have anything else for uh, Princess Bride? No, it's great. Watch it. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, I couldn't think of anything after you went through it. And obviously, like you pointed it out and I didn't even remember it. That small little explanation of Fezzik telling Inigo all about the six-finger man. But other than that, I don't think you really missed anything. Pretty much got through the whole entire movie. That's something I I mean, like you can't, you don't really think about when the movie's that good. You don't really think of those small details that move the plot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't, doesn't jump out at you because you're enjoying yourself and you're like, Oh yeah, this is great. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the only time that it's ever confusing and it's really not confusing because it's, it immediately explains to you is the whole dream uh, where she you know, yes. was being yelled at by that lady. Mm-hmm. That's because he's like, hold it, hold jump. it. Yeah. You read that wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so it immediately explains it to you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. otherwise it's very linear. It just shows romance. He goes off, he gets captured. She's betrothed. Like it's all one storyline. There's no little side quest or anything like that. And Ego's quest for revenge is directly in line with his goals to help Wesley. And uh, yeah. 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 So it's easy to follow. And it's, yeah, like you said, it's just one of those movies you can sit down and watch and just enjoy the whole time. You don't have to worry about, oh, well, there's a plot hole here. And what about that? Yeah. No. No. There's no answers left up in the air or questions left up in the air, except for how did he know? Yeah. How does any of my toy know everything? Does he know? We gotta look that up. We'll look it up and talk about it on the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, any saving graces for uh, Princess Bride? None that come to mind. No. Okay. Well, if anyone else does, um, please shoot us an email. We'd love to hear any tidbits you have about the Princess Bride. Maybe tell us about your favorite parts. Especially maybe if you grew up with this movie like we did and it's become a, a part of the household, let us know. Um, you could send us an email at moviememorypodcast@gmail.com. You could also follow us on Instagram. We've been a little dormant for a little bit, but we'll be right back at it. So that's the best place for finding out about new episodes and 
what we're up to. So give us a follow movie memory podcast on Instagram. Well, I guess that's all for this episode friend. Yeah, I suppose it's the end. I'll see you on episode 24. It'll be great. I'll see you there. It's a date. You have a great gift for Ryan. Yes, yes. Summary time. Enough of that! Fuzzy, are there rocks ahead? If they are, we'll all be dead. No more rhymes now, I mean it! Anybody want a peanut? Yeah!